Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, today is our last day on this, in this series called Living in Victory. Well, the truth is we're called to live in victory all the time. And the next series that we're going on to called The Power to Change is really a setup series for the series we're about to do on the Holy Spirit. So they all link together. See, we live in victory because of the death and the resurrection of Jesus. St. Peter talks about us living with a living hope. And what do I mean by that? A living hope, it's a sense of guarantee. It's going to happen. It's not just maybe, it's a going to. If I was to tell you that in 12 months time, you were going to inherit $100 billion, do you think you would think differently, live differently? Of course you would. Right, from this very moment, even though you don't have it, you would live differently. You would have a different attitude You'd have a different set of concerns, a different set of joys. You would look forward to it. In the same way, because of the death and the resurrection of Jesus, we get to live with the same sense of hope in expectation of eternity. Now, eternity can be a little harder to imagine than maybe having $100 billion and thinking to yourself, what am I going to do with all that money? But eternity, we may not be able to imagine quite as clearly. But we know it is with God. We know that we will be in peace. We, we will know that we will have every conceivable thing that is required for us to be in eternity and to be in the presence of God. Peter in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3, he says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you, who are being protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Peter talks about the fact that there is a, there's a different way of seeing because of what has been done. Let's have a look at this, the, these verses of Scripture. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, many people are not familiar with the concept of blessing God, that people would bless God. Commentators, academics, and uh, the great saints of the church tell us that we have a duty to bless God. And we might say, well, what, is, what do you mean by bless God? To bless God is to acknowledge his excellency, is to acknowledge his purity, is to acknowledge his infinity, his, is to acknowledge the complete, total, absolute glory of God that all words fall short of being able to describe. To bless God is to say you are above all, even what I can think and imagine, so far are you beyond. And, and so it starts, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By, by, he, by his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope. So to bless God is to recognize God's mercy. To bless God is to recognize that it's nothing to do with what we might merit, how good we are. But it's all about who God is and that God's love is extended towards us completely. 
And so in, in the back of uh, my prayer journals at time, I write just lists of, of, of things that I would say to God. God, I thank you for your infinity. I thank you because you're merciful. I thank you that you're the wonder counselor. You are mighty and glorious and wonderful and worthy of praise. You are. And so in other words, to bless God is to tell God in limited human language, which always falls short, who God is. So Peter writes, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, he's given us a a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So we have a living hope. We have an assurance, a guarantee. Why? Because Jesus rose. Because anything that separated us from God, it no longer can separate us and have an effect upon us. And into an inheritance. And so, so we are not just saved but rather we are given an inheritance. This is what you're going to get, going to get into an inheritance that is imperishable. It doesn't, it doesn't break up. It doesn't decay. It is undefiled. It's pure. You get it all. It is unfading, as in it's not with blemish or worn out or old. That is kept in heaven, uh, kept in heaven for you. So the inheritance that we're going to receive is something that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, and it's in heaven for you. Now, you're going to get it. It's more than $100 billion. You're going to get eternity. You're going to not just pass the exam. You're going to be in... Because sometimes I used to think that the Christian life was like passing a big test, but it's not. It's about coming into, into the presence of God and living with a new eternity, a new living hope in our life. And then it goes on and it says, uh, uh, who are being protected, uh, who are being protected by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last day. Uh, And so, uh, so we are being protected by God and our faith is being protected by God if we keep turning to God. To live in victory is to constantly think, heaven awaits me, eternity awaits me. And, and, and it is imperishable, it is undefiled, it's unfading, unfading, and it's kept in heaven. And if you want something to do to help you to live in victory, is maybe write a phrase out, something to the effect of, heaven awaits me. It is imperishable, undefiled, unf- uh, unfading, and it's kept in heaven for me. It's waiting for me. Just put it on your mirror, put it on your computer. It's waiting for you. It's waiting for you. It's waiting for you. If you begin to live in victory, when we have passing troubles and problems, they seem to have a different way of being seen that when we realize what we are about to receive, that the experiences we're having in so many ways are but temporary, but eternity is on its way. Loving God, I just thank you today that tomorrow we're gonna talk about the power to change. And Lord God, I pray that as we do that, that we would encounter you deeply in our lives. Lord, may we be people constantly living in faith. May we constantly be looking up at our computers, Lord God, on our messages on our phones, Lord, on the mirrors where we shave or put our makeup on, Lord God, when we get dressed in the morning, Lord God. And may we keep reminding ourselves that heaven awaits and it is imperishable, it is undefiled, it is unfaded, and it's in heaven waiting for us. We've got it. It's ours to claim and to live in for eternity. That is what it is to live in eternity and to live in victory. 
And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Want to know something? Looking forward to meeting every one of you in eternity because we're going to be around together for a long, long time. Quite seriously. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.